You are listening to only the best wrestling podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. This is the Balash Wrestling Podcast. Catch you every Tuesday right here. Alright, welcome to a special episode of the Balish Wrestling Podcast on a Wednesday night, Wednesday, right here on Anchor, Apple iTunes, Spotify, you name it, you could find me, go right ahead. Today's episode, I have special calling questions that were sent to me specifically for the Balish Wrestling Podcast. Now, with that being said... um. I'm going to play those questions, and then I'm going to answer those questions right here on the air. All right, caller, your question on the show is... I wanted to know, how exactly long have you been getting into this? I know for a while, probably since you were a kid, you were watching, you know, all the wrestling, everything wrestling. And I know you know a lot, so how long have you, how long have you been into it? I just wanted to know. All right. To answer your question, caller, I've been into this now since I was three years old. When I was three years old, a friend of mine showed me WWE for the first time ever. Uh, I don't remember the exact match it was, but I do remember the exact wrestler that I got hooked on. And my favorite wrestler of all time was the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But then I got into it heavily... And my next favorite wrestler ended up being Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then my favorite heel, my favorite villain in the entire WWE was not a wrestler, but he did have a few matches on his own uh, on his own record. And it was Eric Bischoff. He was the general manager of Monday Night Raw. And he was one of my favorite heels of all time. Just the way he used to screw people out of championship matches. If you wanted, you didn't win it fair and square under Eric Bischoff's ruling, no. So he would remove the title from you and give it back to the original champion. It it just messed with people's minds that Eric Bischoff could do something like that. Mind you... There is real blood and history with WWE and Eric Bischoff in the day, in the 90s, because Eric Bischoff was battling WWF uh, at the time, World Wrestling Federation, with ratings, TV ratings, and it just went on and on. But Eric Bischoff, to this day, is still one of my favorite heels of all time. And if you don't know what heels mean, look it up in the Wrestling Dictionary. A heel is a villain. It's a bad guy. So, with all said and done, Eric Bischoff is still one of my favorite heels of all time. He will always go down as one of the best bad guys, in my opinion, of all time. And he wasn't even a wrestler. Yeah, he had maybe two or three matches in all of his WWE career. But still, he was one of my favorites of all time. So, uh, do you have any more questions, caller? Also, I'd like to see, um, I wanted to see a match with you not too long ago, about before all this came about, and um, it sucks all this, uh, the virus stuff coming around, but what would your next match be? If you could pick any match, what, what would you want to watch over or watch now, or who would be like the main event that you would pick out, or, you know, um, if you could, also, if you could make your own match with you as a referee who who would you want a referee as like if you could make your character who would you want to be as a character and possibly go further with your character all right 
my dream match color, my dream match of all time would have to be that of Sting versus The Undertaker at a WrestleMania. If I had my dream come true tomorrow, it would be to work in the WWE for just one day. Even if it was just for one day, work for the WWE and referee and officiate The Undertaker versus Sting. No matter who ends up winning, no matter who ends up losing, I don't care. The match itself would be that much better, in my opinion. Sting versus Undertaker is a dream match that we all, that we all in the wrestling community wish happened in the early 2000s. Maybe 2003, 2004, if not 2005, definitely we would want to have Sting versus The Undertaker in their prime. Because those two were mega stars. They were mega legends in professional wrestling. And just to have those two step foot and square off in the ring would have been that much greater in WWE slash WWF, whatever you want to call them. It would have been that much greater because everyone on the face of the planet, even to this day, dreams of Undertaker versus Sting at a WrestleMania event. But we all know because of Sting's injury and Sting being retired now, uh, that match will never take place ever, ever. Will Do we still hope that it might? Yes, we do pray that it might, yes, but we have to be realistic and understand the circumstances and have respect for both wrestlers and know when enough is enough. But yeah, and and not even that, as Undertaker said in his promo for his last ride uh, WWE Network event series, whatever you want to call it, he says, a lot of people say, oh, I'm too old, I'm too old, I should give it up. To be all honest and respectful, Undertaker, Mark Calloway, whatever you want to call him, he, he he's the one who will decide when enough is enough with his career. As much as we all care for The Undertaker and see the damage that every year of wrestling is doing on him, and we care, and just like Michelle McCool, his wife, cares about her husband, Mark Calloway, we all have to look at it from a different perspective and say, okay, as much as we care and we think he's had enough and he's done everything in the WWE there is and he's given up his streak at WrestleMania 30 against Brock Lesnar, if he wants to give it up, he'll give it up when he wants to give it up. If he wants to continue, he'll continue as much as he can continue. So in the end, we're not the dictators. We cannot say when enough is enough for Mark Calloway. Mark Calloway, a.k.a. Undertaker, will call it quits when he thinks it's time to call it quits. All right? But much beyond that, my dream match, like you, like you asked, would have been me to referee a WrestleMania match between Undertaker and Sting. Maybe in the mid-2000s. I know I would have been too young, legally, and all around too young. But still, to referee a Undertaker vs. Sting match in any capacity, whether it be WrestleMania itself, or whether it be at a Extreme Rules, or a No Way Out, or an Unforgiven, or a New Year's Revolution back in the day, no matter what pay-per-view it was, just to have Undertaker step foot into that ring against Sting would have been tremendous. Would have been phenomenal. But there is one thing that I have to say. Now I'm going to steer the question a little bit away from the question. Or still the conversation away from the question. Uh, 
Sting versus Triple H at that WrestleMania event. I think it was, what, 31 or 32? I'm not too sure. But at that WrestleMania event, Sting versus Triple H, I think it was a travesty. I think it was a disgrace. I think it, it didn't have any meaning whatsoever outside of the fact that Vince McMahon wanted to throw one more stab at WCW and literally murder the life out of WCW that he did, what, at that time, 10, 12 years ago when he bought out WCW? I honestly think the Sting versus Triple H match was a disgrace. It shouldn't have happened. There was no real build-up to it outside of, oh, Triple H wants to get back in the ring one more time. And again, I have tremendous, tremendous, tremendous respect for Triple H, Vince McMahon, Sting, and everyone involved in that match. I have tremendous respect, but in my opinion, my true honest opinion, I honestly think that match didn't prove anything. It didn't help anything. It didn't build anything. It didn't do anything for Triple H or Sting. What should have been placed in that spot was Sting versus a new guy, like they did months later at Night of Champions, Sting versus Seth Rollins, uh, and Sting versus John Cena. Or was it Seth Rollins and John Cena? I don't know. I forgot the Night of Champions lineup, but it was Sting versus Seth Rollins. That match had something worthwhile. Sadly, though, by accident and all accident alone, Seth Rollins accidentally injured Sting. Or at least that's what I'm led to believe. I don't know the true circumstances behind it. But still, that match had something worthwhile. Meanwhile, the Sting-Triple H match at WrestleMania really had nothing worthwhile whatsoever. Yet you had homages to NWO and DX. But much beyond the interferences, the match itself had no, uh, no idea what they were doing. It just meant nothing on the card. It was just a match to place on the card. Oh, Sting's here. Let's put him on WrestleMania. Maybe the fans will pop. No. It had no right being on a WrestleMania card against Triple H. Like I said, I have tremendous respect for Triple H, Vince McMahon, and the rest of the creative team. But think about it. Honestly, think about it. How much did it really draw? How much entertaining was that match? It was not entertaining whatsoever. The way it should have went down was that they should have put Sting over and then have him build up against the WWE Championship and then let him lose. But still, have him at least win his first ever WWE match, his debut official WWE match. You should have had him win, no matter who it was against. Even if you put him against a low carter, an opener, a mid-carder. No one main eventing like Triple H. Triple H deserves a lot better than that match. And so did Sting. So you don't put them two together. No. Again, these are just my opinions. I'm not bashing WWE. As much as it sounds like I am, I truly am not. I have tremendous respect for everything they do and everything they try and do. Uh, especially in this day and age with the COVID virus and everything they're trying to do entertainment-wise to keep us distracted and escape reality. But still, that WrestleMania match, I did not enjoy whatsoever. The rest of the card, the rest of the WrestleMania match, uh, matches, I did enjoy. 
especially the main event, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar, and that's a first for me. I wasn't a Roman Reigns fan until that match, and then I started seeing the potential they were trying to draw in for him, and then they had Seth Rollins come out mid to late match so that he can cash in his money in the bank and then win the WWE Championship. I think that opportunity was that much better, in my opinion. I honestly do. Um, But much beyond that, that WrestleMania card for Sting Triple H, like I've been saying, like I keep repeating myself, and I know it gets annoying, I apologize. But that Sting Triple H match shouldn't have been on the card, should not have happened at all in any capacity. Those two are two of the best of the best, and they deserved a lot better from each other and from the creative team. Um, but hopefully that answers your question, caller. Um, I'll be back to answer more questions. So if you have any questions, leave me a voice message on my Anchor app, and I will air them on my show in a future episode. And um, more to you, and I will talk to you all in the next episode of the Balish Wrestling Podcast, which you can catch Every Tuesday, right here on the Anchor app, on Spotify, on Radio Public, on Google Podcasts, on Apple iTunes Podcasts, and so much more. In fact, you could also catch this show on Pocket Casts and Breaker and so many other podcasting apps out there right now. So with all that said and done, thank you for listening to tonight's episode. I know it's short. I know it's short and to the point. About 14, 15 minutes, but I promise you the next episode will be that much longer because I will have more call-ins that I will add into my show post-production and you can listen to it all and listen to me answer all those questions right here on the show. Thank you and continually send me in questions. Please spam me with questions. I don't care if it's WWE, AEW, or anything above when it comes to wrestling, just shoot me an email at podcastwrestling96 at gmail.com, podcastwrestling96 at gmail.com, and you can hear your questions and or comments answered on another episode of the Balish Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, James Balish, saying see you all in the next one.